if you look to the airlines, they have always emergency operations. If there is a flight delay or there is something, there is a team that are managing all these emergencies. So they need to have that spirit, but not only on operating uh, a route, but actually from operating the whole carrier, especially from their financials. So that's what they need to have as a mindset. Hey there, listeners. This is your host, Alon Levne, and I'm excited to welcome you back to an all-new season of The Full Cart, Riskified's podcast exploring the e-commerce landscape. While we were on a break from releasing episodes, we've been working on putting together a rich season with a diverse bunch of guests from all around the e-commerce space. We talk to merchants, solution providers, experts, and others. For our first conversation of the season, I sat down with Amin Bulagman of IATA, the International Air Transport Association. We talked about how, as the travel industry gradually recovers from the initial COVID effect, airlines can take full advantage of this lull in global travel to put into action real change. Amin, who comes from a payments background, explains how to change perspective from downtime to prep time and walks us through changing consumer preferences, what's important for global expansion, and how to streamline operations. This conversation is packed with actionable tips, so make sure to listen closely. So, uh, Amin, thank you very much for joining us. I'd like for us to start off, if you can tell us about yourself. I know you had your beginnings in the airline industry, but you've been at IATA, at the International Air Transport Association, for quite some time. Yeah, thanks a lot for the opportunity first uh, to be here with you. And I have, in IATA, almost like 13 years, but I had also experience from an airline. It was Air Algeria, in charge of the strategy for five years, where we did uh, all the restructuring uh, of the, the company. And then I joined IATA, firstly to manage the big program that IATA started, which is the basis of the digitalization from the airline industry. We helped airlines to move from paper ticket to electronic ticketing. We had to migrate all systems, airlines, into completely dematerialized tickets. That's helped us a lot today to have all the apps that we have today. We are able to do online check-in and all that stuff. So I started this in IATA. And second, as evolution, we started working on the next step, helping the payment in end-to-end. And my role actually is head of payment facilitation solutions where we design solutions to help airlines to manage an end-to-end money flow that they have from getting the payment up to the settlement. Excellent. Well, I'm very glad you could join us to talk about the current state and the outlook of the airline industry. You know, airlines are beginning to come out of a very precarious situation in which global travel slowed to an almost halt for most of the past year. I know that IATA forecasts the industry to turn cash positive in 2022, which means that recovery is on the horizon. Can you shed some light on the current outlook for the travel industry? Yeah, I mean, we we have good signs, but sometimes the whole situation is based on how the government is reacting and the speed of going into vaccination and, and opening the borders. If the borders are closed, then there is no traffic and also creates some issues from not only from the airline, but from the consumer and passenger themselves, where the mobility is not like before. Now we see new signs that things maybe can go faster in some regions, but sometimes with the new variant, we see that some uh, countries are reacting quickly to avoid other waves. So it is really hard to say, yes, we are 
in the right track, we are going to accelerate the, the recovery. It's still limited in some regions. So uh, that's why from an IATA perspective, we start working with all these airlines to see how we can support them advocate. We also wanted to facilitate for the airlines to manage better the testing. I mean, proof of testing like a PCR or vaccination. And from IATA, what we did also, we created an app uh, that is very global that airlines now start uh, testing it, what we call a travel pass. And this will help airlines and authorities to ensure that if somebody took a vaccination or uh, took a PCR test, it is really genuine and, and there is no fraud because we saw also that people wanted to travel, but they were providing tests, but we don't know how accurate they are. But we are confident that things are moving positively, especially this summer. So maybe there will be an acceleration of the traffic and also people can fly again and visit families. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think a lot of things that we've been talking about through our partnership is about how airlines can use this time to try to differentiate themselves, to try to prepare themselves for the future of travel. And I want to start by maybe challenging that assumption just for a moment and, and ask you, is a period of crisis the right time to invest in innovation? You know, what's happened during the pandemic, I mean, this is really, okay, it's not good from human and economical point of view. But if you, you see in history, changes, drastic changes that's always coming with some situations that we are obliged to change, okay? Because we always have resistance to change. There is many aspects that has changed. If you consider the consumer, we are moving into a huge acceleration into a cashless society. Now, banknotes change. We're not almost using it. I mean, we all are paying on a contactless payment and we have all a touchless experience almost everywhere. Okay? So that makes a huge change. The second change is that as an airline, we have the interaction with the consumer, not only when we sell uh, tickets, but actually from the shopping, when we start looking for whatever we would like to, to visit, up to the arrival and sometimes beyond the arrival. And we have so many touch points. So if an airline wants to capitalize and keep the user experience and knowing that consumer now they are more uh, conscious they don't want to expose themselves for health issues and they would like to have uh, something contactless then definitively the airline needs to review their all journey of the passenger and create more touchless uh, experience and invest on the digitalization also human consumer face two other elements one they cannot fly and we see in terms of reaction, we had massive refunds, we had a lot of communications issues. So the engagement with the consumer has to be reviewed. And that means we have to set up all new tools, how to communicate, how to manage, how to foresee actions in a way that from user experience is seamless. Okay, they will understand that there is issues that are outside the control of the airline, but they will have enough tools to engage the consumer. And the third one, what they learned airlines from that is, and this is what it comes to our uh, discussion, is they find out that financially got into a situation where with their acquires, they become high risk merchant. Because what's happened is that we have massive refund, there is no flight, so acquires uh, 
they see that there is a risk. So how to manage all that? So then they, they need to refund consumers. They, they need to create all tools to maintain the trust with consumers. So all this brings a new dimension, how payment and financial system should work. And the airline learned through that they need to have agility. They need to have a flexibility with whom to work to diverse their way to accept payment or to settle their money. So that was a, a very good opportunity from an LR perspective to review processes and invest in new tools in a way to gain that agility and to have less risk in the future. I want to ask you if you have an example of an airline that you've been working with that has been using this time to revamp their digital offering. And maybe tell us when they realized that they need to act and how they decided what to act on. Okay, well, there is uh, one airline. They've been limited to very few form of payments, let's say only credit card or like very co- the, the common ones. And they find out that they need to have agility to use other form of payment because consumers also wanted to use other form of payment. They couldn't have it. And the other hand, they have a relation with the different acquirers there was limited to few. So they didn't have agility. And for the few flights that they had, there is a lot of agency sales that went to direct sales, to an e-commerce, to their platform. So they start having more and more consumer coming and the risk of uh, fraud when you increase your e-commerce, especially in that situation, you don't know what can happen. So this carrier, they said, okay, now it's time for me to review. I have many channels. And I cannot handle like channel by channel. I need to create one single solution for me where I can control all my flows. I have a full visibility, agnostic from distribution channels. And at the same time, I will have full visibility with whom I can work. So that's why they approach us and say, okay, how can you help us to have one payment policy across all the channels and touch points? So we expose with IATA Financial Gateway, which is our payment orchestration and settlement platform in IATA. So we start working with them in changing completely the approach. And here it was mainly driven by a situation where they realized that, yes, before when everything was okay, it was okay. But when they faced issues, then they find out that don't have flexibility to move from one acquirer to the other because some acquirers completely went out from the industry space. So they found out that they need to have this agility to switch from one to another one without involving many investment in terms of integration and at the same time to manage better the risk. So that's what good example of an airline actually was not only one airline, but we had a couple of airlines in that exact situation where we helped them really to implement uh, the solution, completely changing the way that they used to do business. What kind of impact do you expect this to have on their organization? You mean the impact in terms of the changes? i give you one example. When you have a business and then you cannot switch from one partner to another partner, you cannot control, you will be losing the money. Maybe you don't see it, but actually you will lose it. But when you start having control, one thing that you are going to gain, first thing, is the visibility on your business and your performance. This is one. The second is to to be able to provide to your customers always a seamless experience. So the sales conversion that you have, you can increase it. 
So only these two justify all the effort that has been done because then you can develop new strategies, you can have this agility and you can add market by market because we know that every market is completely different from the other. So creating all this, that's the first impact that the airline have. And the second impact they will have a long term is all the savings that they, they, they're going to make. Well, from my perspective, most airlines, they're very big, I would say traditional companies. I'd imagine they'd be slower. I mean, when looking at the e-commerce space, when comparing them to classic e-commerce merchants, retailers, fashion merchants, airlines are slower to adopt digital trends. How do you implement such changes in a traditional organization? This is where the biggest challenge, okay? Uh, when you have like a very legacy approach uh, carriers, there is a lot of changes. And I think the industry, I mean, if you compare to other uh, industries, it's a little bit different in airline because we went through different steps. Let's say five years ago, we start even more. Uh, we start talking about NDC, new distribution capability, where we are helping the airlines to have the same uh, way to manage their offers. That means they can expose, they can bundle, they can have packages, not only air, but they can have third-party services. And we start promoting and the airlines start working on it. So there is already in place tools where the airlines can really move to retail. So actually they just need to add one layer on the front where there's order management systems to manage with more flexibility and hook on that part the payment. So if you have an airline, even as much legacy process they have, but if they put on front this uh, new architecture, the way that you, they put it, they can solve a lot of issues because sometimes people, they think, because they are moving to something new, they need to throw everything what they have or to replace it. And then it's a huge cost and makes things very slow. And the industry already started. So when the pandemic show up, I will not say airlines did have the readiness, but one thing is very important. They, they have tools already in place that they can rely on or start looking to them. I, I want to touch on, on that last point you made about how prepared airlines were when the pandemic hit, because I mean, I, I think it's hard for us to get back into the state of mind in which we were in 2019, where we couldn't imagine a crisis on a global scale that would, you know, impact every industry, every country. And I think it really taught us about the importance of agility and adaptability for business resilience. And so I want to ask you, how can airlines implement these principles on a deeper level to prepare for any kind of unexpected, I want to say turbulence, forgive me for the pun, in the future? Well, actually, any airline today, they should learn from that. They should learn that maybe, I hope, it will never be again at global scale, but it doesn't mean it will not be at one country or one regional level. So they need to be really prepared to manage certain situations rapidly. And the way that should be done is if I have a solution, if I want to invest to improve my processes, how this process will react if suddenly I need to stop the business? Because if you look to the airlines, they have always emergency operations, okay? If there is a flight delay or there is something, so there is a team that are managing all these emergencies. So they need to have that spirit, but not only on operating uh, a route, but actually 
from operating the whole career, especially from their financials. So that's what they need to have as a mindset. They need to develop this end-to-end approach because this is the, the best way uh, for them to, you know, in the future handle it. And today, what I see from the airline, they start going into full orchestration end-to-end, looking to developing with the new technology. Doesn't mean that they will not face issues. Doesn't mean that they will address all issues, but they will have the capability to react. So it has to be a new culture, the way that we do business. I want to kind of bring it down to a more concrete level. We have airline professionals listening to us right now, uh, people in the payments and the digitization and the e-commerce fields. We're trying to figure out, like in a very practical sense, where should they invest? What's going to give them a competitive edge as the travel industry bounces back? What would be your guidelines for them? Actually, I have only one. When it comes to the payment journey, is they need to have strong orchestration layer. That orchestration layer should not be only at the e-commerce side. They need to have an orchestration layer across all the channels and touch points, either agency sales, corporate, consumers, everything. This not only just to get the payment, but to get the payment, do the settlement, manage the fraud, manage the authentication, all the value chain of the funds not only to stop just to get the money but also how to pay other suppliers once we have a good orchestration layer that is not linked to a pss because the payment should be agnostic from pss if we link it to the pss then we create only limitation the payment has to be with offer order and payment one block and then you can add PSS or inventory system, whatever product you need to connect. You manage the full life cycle of your payment settlement. You have less risk because you can manage it. So once you have that, you are good to go. You can cover any channel, accept any form of payment. You are able to engage consumer with different tools to talk with them. Then we are able to do more business and we, we can have better consumer retention. So it's really, it's about visibility and it's about control and it's about customer experience like all all those three there is a lot of things that evolving and all based on the consumer behavior and as an airline they should look first from where the money is coming the money is coming from the consumer so engaging with the consumer having the right tools it, it, it is really key so if they have good orchestration layer and able to address and engage consumer. So consumer engagement is really key. I mean, airlines were some of the first to realize the importance of customer retention by offering rewards, incentivizing repeat customers. But we also know, both from the payment side and from the fraud side, that there are risks associated with that. So um, I guess I want to ask you what uh, airlines can do to mitigate the risks associated with that. Look, there is no magical things to mitigate the risk. Fraud prevention is very important because... Frosters, I mean, whatever we think that we are smart, they're smarter. So, 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 especially in airline, if you want to have something seamless and less friction, you need to rely on people that this is their business. This is the way they do only that. Because, I mean, if we are sick, we go see a doctor. We're not just going to Google and try to find uh, our own medication. So exactly the same thing. Uh, if you want a specific form of payment, you go to people that do that. So the airline, they need to have that on their strategy. And I think so far, they have it. 
The only issue is they don't have it across all the distribution channels. Having a good orchestration layer, they will be able to mitigate the risk by having tools for fraud prevention. So there is a lot of uh, solutions on that. And you are one of the providers that you do very well in this area. Yeah, and I think I also want to kind of frame it in the sense that a lot of times, both in terms of payment diversity, customer retention and rewards, a lot of times, especially airlines that have an underlying issue of fraud, they might view their payment scheme as a burden rather than an avenue for growth. Payment has never been a cost for me. And this is what we are saying. Payment is a tool to convert opportunities to real business because you can expose good services and if you are not able to make them pay and collect your money, then they will never buy it. I mean, unless you give it for free, you see? So so payment for us is the conversion of the business. Going to a diverse form of payment is listening to how the consumer wants to uh, pay in a way that you convert those business. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Um, I mean, thank you very much for joining us and sharing your knowledge. It really was a pleasure to have you here. And I'm excited to see how things play out. You know, both IFG and Riskified have been here, going to continue to be here to support the airline industry. And it's a kind of uncharted road to recovery. And, you know, I just want to thank you for sharing your knowledge and being so uh, open about your experience. Thanks a lot for the opportunity. I mean, our, especially in here in Nayata, is to to really help the airlines. And that's why we create IATA Financial Gateway to give true orchestration platform for an airlines to manage all these channels. And having you on our platform is really great opportunity for the airlines. And it's a pleasure for me and always we'll be ready to support the airlines and to try to find the right way for them. Beautiful, Amin. Thank you very much. That's it for my conversation with Amin. If you found it interesting and you learned something new, please let us know by rating and reviewing The Full Cart on your favorite podcast app. If you want more of our content, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you can be the first to know when our next episode drops.